This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed.
as Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, share our feelings about those characters, and then make those characters fight for our amusement and yours. I am your host, my name is Joseph Scrimshaw. With me, as almost always, is a little bit of whiskey and a lot of Ken Knapsack. Cheers. That's my glass. (laughs) Cheers indeed, sir. Good to have our friend back. Good to be yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in the game. Mm-hmm. We did, are ready I, to have I some fun. I did fighting. almost uh, too much singing last week without whiskey. <laughs> it was very, you know, that should mm-hmm. be noted that it was extra impressive that you allowed yourself to open up that vulnerability. <laughs> yes. And just bust out those for tunes without am, the help of whiskey. For I am not a singer. But <laughs> I tell you, the fact that songs continue to be an important part of Databank Brawl means one day we might get that Databank Brawl album. <laughs> Sleepy Time Bantha Sleepy is going to be Bantha. the number one hit. Everybody's ringtone is going to be Sleepy yep. Time Bantha. And they'll be like, I wish people called me so I could hear Sleepy Time Bantha. <laughs> Anyway, uh, people have been listening a long time. They know what they are in for. We get some information from StarWars.com databank, and we go off that. We look a little bit at a Wikipedia, and then we just make up, do a big make up of a ridiculous fun fight that is full of shame and glory, and we learn a little bit about the characters. Uh, we've been hopping around because we had some Last Jedi characters that we right. really focused on. Last week was a Rebels special to celebrate the return. And you know what? I decided it's been too long. It's been too long since we went all in on the old prequels. Ooh, you got my attention, sir. (laughs) So this is a good prequels episode. Are you ready for your first combatant? Absolutely. Okay, this is a fella who I've wanted to have in databank for a good long time. So glad he's finally here. It is... Tion Madun. Oh, yeah. You going back to the Schmodown <laughs> answered this question. Yes. And I would have jumped on as well because I had specifically studied. <laughs> What's that guy's name? What's that guy's name? Because I knew it was one of those yeah. things. You know, when you're studying Star Wars trivia, you know most of this stuff, but you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What that was guy, that name? That guy, that guy. Port Administrator. Yep. Here we go. Here is the StarWars.com databanks entry on Tion Madun. Greeting Obi-Wan Kenobi during his search for General Grievous on windswept Utapau was Port Administrator Tion Madun. The tall, gaunt Udapan initially feigned ignorance about Grievous's whereabouts, but then whispered a warning to Kenobi. Grievous was indeed on the planet, hiding on the tenth level of the sinkhole city with an army of thousands of battle droids. Yes. As databank entries go, that is one of them. <laughs> There's not a lot about the character. Like it, it's yeah. so interesting. Sometimes they're really juicy. Sometimes they really yeah. have like um, authoritarian, uh, authoritative. Mm-hmm. Like this is what the character is like. Yeah, uh, and this is just like yeah. I, I know Tian Mandan did those things. The problem is we might hold these all up to Dengar. <laughs> yes, crude and slovenly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've gotten now, this is episode 91. I'm getting real opinionated about the <laughs> databank entries. I apologize. I'm grateful for them. Don't want to yeah. bite the website that feeds me. Uh, but we're going to have to go to uh, Wikipedia for more because, uh, that yeah, that's what happens in, in the events that he's in the film. Right, absolutely. Uh, he is, uh, he is I, I, he's one of my favorite characters in Sith. He's good. He is one of the reasons I love the prequels. Yeah. Because it is an expanded universe, a truly expanded universe, a different planet with a different, wonderful alien species. A, a, he's a Powan. A, they call him Utapan, in uh, uh, but but 
but they're actually Powans. Uh, this is the second week in a row where we have corrected yeah, the data. Because they're, they're from Utapa, uh, but he is Powan. P A uh, U, like apostrophe. P A U apostrophe A N. Yeah. Uh, and, and that is also what the Grand Inquisitor is yep. from Rebels. So I love a lot about this here. He's elegant. He's tall. He's 2.06 meters tall. He, uh, male species, eye color black. And, and those teeth. Got the sharp little teeth and the teeth. red around the eyes, right? Red around the eyes, and he, he's got like I said, tall and elegant. He's very uh, gangly. I don't know if Bruce Spence himself, the actor. I don't know if he he might maybe he's like a Doug Jones type, the tall okay. and thin, yeah. and, and the wonderful Doug Jones. Um, yeah, and I'm looking up some personalities and traits here for you. There, uh, see if they go appearance. He could be intimidating. Yes, um, over two meters in height, like we said, but he was nonetheless helpful and gracious individual welcoming guests to his home world and running Utapau's government alongside other members of his species. So I think that's some traits there. Yeah, yeah. Gracious. Gracious. Yeah, yeah. And he he is... It's interesting because a port administrator you would kind of think of as, like, gruff, like, mm-hmm. work in the dock stereotype of, like, that crate goes over there. Right. But he's got much more of, a like, a ceremonial, like, greetings. Yes. And welcome to yes. our port. I love it. And they do have some quotes. And, and he's so quotable. He's so quotable. Uh, the quote uh, that is, uh, there's no war here unless you brought it with you. Uh, and then Obi-Wan is asking where the droids are. And uh, it's a great exchange. Tenth level. Thousands of battle droids. And I love Obi-Wan's line. Yep. Tell your people to take shelter. If you have warriors, now is the time. And as he walks away, did he bring help? He didn't say. It's one of my favorite <laughs> lines in all of the prequels. I rambled yeah. to get to that point. No, but every one of those lines is great because I love the way Tion Madun uh, looks like he should be creepy. He's got that long face. He's got those sharp teeth. He's got yeah. that the red around the eyes. Yeah. So I love it when he leans in. He's like, he is here. <laughs> uh, yeah. it, it's a little creepy. It, gets, it builds up the <laughs> ominous tension yeah. of Sith and of that combat. And yeah. uh, the uh, if you have Now's the time. Yeah. Has become a pretty big prequel meme. Yeah. It's popping up more and more. Really? On, on, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that line. I love because it's kind of awkward by Obi-Wan. Yeah. But it's also, it's true. And also, I like, I like it speaks a little bit to the state of what's going on in the galaxy. If we can get deep on that yeah. line, we're talking about Obi-Wan, not Tian Madun. But, but the, you know, if you have warriors, now is the time. It is like an apparatus moment. It is. It's Step time up. to fight. Yeah. Time to fight. Yeah. We got some stuff going on here. It's not just me. And then I love, because I have that trait. My girlfriend will ask me, like, uh, how did the meeting go? Oh, great. Blah, 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 blah. Well, what about this? I'll be like, oh, I didn't ask. And so I love that they're like, did he bring, is he going to bring more help? <laughs> he didn't say. <laughs> like, you would expect, Tion, ask. <laughs> ask next you're time. You're the port, you're supposed to ask questions. Like, <laughs> uh, did they, uh, did they pay for that <laughs> shipment? He didn't say. He didn't say. God yeah. damn it, so, Dion. So there you go. This is why I just love diving into those prequels. Yeah, things. yeah, because we we learned so much more. I found a picture of mm-hmm. Tion Madan that I'm kind of in love with. He's got the weird kind of cowl thing. Yeah. Basically, like, uh, if you had someone who wanted to knit you a sweater and they just went crazy, yeah. goes up to his ears. But look at this. Look at <laughs> the picture. <laughs> He's very Nosferatu-like almost. It's very Nosferatu. I looked it up because I was curious if I remembered correctly that he does have what look like good fighting claws on his hands, but he's mm. also got a mm. cool, elaborate cane thing. Yeah. He kind of shot from the from above. And this photo looks like Tian Madun absolutely produces hip-hop records. <laughs> 
<laughs> so once again, Data Bank Brawl could get musical. <laughs> He's yeah. in charge, right? Yes. He yes. is gonna he knows who the hot young talent is. He does. He yeah, he looks like you know, you're going to go lay down some tracks at him at For Sound sure. City. Yep, at Sound City with Tion Madun, yep. the Uda Powan or Powan, Powan, which does get used more often in uh, uh, like Star Wars books that pops up a lot. I yeah. think there's a Powan somewhere in in the Canto Bite novel. Um, all right. So, any other thoughts or opinions or feelings about Tion Madun? No, other than I'm just going to have to set aside some of what I feel about him and, and let this fight be, uh, you know. Fair. Yeah, let the fight roll out the way it is. Yeah, I have some feelings about his character that maybe there's some uh, incompetence there. Maybe he wishes he was in a different job. Mm. Maybe he does have a little bit of anger in him. Right. Yeah, there's some stuff going on there. Okay. So he is going to go up against another prequel character that I have wanted to fight for a long time. This is a prequel character that uh, I've developed a strange relationship with because I look through the databank. Right. And it's not easy to scroll through because it's Mm -hmm. long, even if you just hit into the characters tab. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so long. And if you click on a character Mm -hmm. and then you hit back, Mm -hmm. it takes you back to the beginning of the alphabet. Yes. So I scroll a lot. It's like an old StarWars.com. Be be modern (laughs) in your way. You're like running a GeoCities website. (laughs) Come on. Get up to date. Mm -hmm. Um, I had this name in my head. And I was like, why is this name in my head? Why do I know this name? I've just mm-hmm. scrolled past this name so much. And now I, it's finally this character's time to shine. Mm-hmm. And it is the extremely well-known character, Hermione Bagua. <laughs> I've dropped this one a, a couple times talking to Star Wars people, and they, they look at me very blankly. Like this Hermione, is, like we're talking Hermione Corfeld. Yeah. Tally Lynch herself. Or, yeah. Or Hermione Harry Potter. Okay. Yep. I'm doing a, um, I'm doing a type, I'm typing. <laughs> yep. Wikipedia yeah. claims to have results for this character. Okay. Well, here's what the StarWars.com databank has to say. Hermione Bagua was a waitress at Dex's Diner in the Coco Town section of Coruscant, serving a never-ending parade of clients that included speeder drivers, maintenance techs, ambassadors, and Senate aides, and sometimes even a Jedi Knight or two. Mm. The mmm is not in the databank. I added that myself, but flair. Uh, but yeah, Hermione Bagua, she's just a human in the background yeah. who's just uh, letting WA7 do all of the wait, oh, waiter staff work. She is part of Dexter's Diner, which is controversial. It's a controversial. Very controversial. We've had a lot of databank brawls around that, uh, including WA7. Yeah, human 1.57 meters tall, so uh, Tion's going to have a uh, height advantage for sure. <laughs> uh, hair color blonde, uh, eye color blue, skin color fair, and, and there she is. She's a real character. This she's, is why she's popped to me, because yeah. she's just uh, in stereotypically attractive human blonde woman. Right, right. There's yeah. nothing... She yeah, she looks like she's from like a Cameron Crowe movie in '93 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and it is funny as they uh, catch Actress. up with all the content that yeah. you know she's in the databank, but like uh, other characters, <laughs> like big characters from books, aren't in there. Yeah, you know, Susie Porter is the actress. Who, Susie Porter. All right. Oh, I didn't know that. She also voiced Flo, the other waitress in Dex's Diner. Oh, that's nice. Oh, okay, the Jawa. So she said Jawa juice. She is the one. All right, but that is not this character. Yeah, so we get to decide what Hermione Bagua sounds like. There's, an, it, it, we're on the Canons tab. If we go to Legends, does it go crazy? Does she? Oh, have let's do that. We sometimes eight books do that about here. her. There needs to be. 
Maybe that's a, a character we need to stand a little more of a comic <laughs> about right now. The Begwa one-shot. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. they do. Early life and poverty. Oh, yeah, and there's a different a head waitress. Yeah. She is, uh, she's a, certainly, a, like I said, buxom blonde, kind of short little waitress skirt there. Um, she's got, like, something wrapped around her thigh. I wonder if it's, like, it's almost like it's a blaster a down below. Hold out blaster? Yeah. yeah, and she's got something on her hip, too. Is that Yeah. A, 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 looks like an oldie-timey grenade. That's not possible. Old-timey grenade, it does kind of look like it. Um, uh, she was a head waitress. Her fellow uh, waitress, WA7 Flo, dislike having to work under an inexperienced organic waitress. Ooh, So there's snap. some tension. So, you know, I know, um, um, I love this, Wikipedia has it listed as brushes with glory. Hermione was working in the diner at the time that Obi-Wan Kenobi visited Dexter regarding a mister, mysterious seabird dart, though it was WA7 that served him a cup of Jawa juice. Then Quinlan Voss and Colleen Hentz visited the diner uh, two years later for information on a female uh, assassin. Hermione was serving sliders, arties, and special sauce to some customers. Oh, so is that Clone Wars or is that uh, Dark Disciple? That's what I'm trying to find out. It's appearances that would make it strange allies. Clone Wars, strange allies. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, that All is, right. That is, uh, and there's some concept art. Excuse me, I have to lean in here to see this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking closer at this photo. She's also got these, like, uh, bracelets, these, like, clear jangly bracelets. Yeah. Oh, wow, In yeah. this concept art, she... Great, Sorry for the silence great, as we great, both lean in. Great radio here. <laughs> um, she almost looks like she has a disc man... On her hip. When That's you, what it is. It looks yeah. like a, a disc man if a grenade was the cover to a disc man. Yeah, and it has like a little attached like pen, and that's what's in the like garter around oh, her, yeah. her right thigh is like a little pen maybe to take orders. She's basically got like a, a Cintiq pad, I think they're called, yeah. that artists use. Yeah. And in this character design, this is great stuff. Hope if you guys are driving while listening to Databank Brawl, just pull over. over. All right, this is look this up. Hermione Bagua concept art. She looks a little bit like Cindy Crawford in the early '90s, circa the Pepsi era commercial. Oh yeah, uh, Pepsi commercial era, I should say, uh, with a top knot, like a crazy top knot. It's it's uh, it's interesting, man. They put a lot of lot into just this little uh, background character, which yeah. is why I love those damn prequels. Yeah, this is so great, and yeah, you. What I love about her the most is <laughs> if you flashed a picture of this to a relatively normal average person and said, "Is this character <laughs> Star Wars or Riverdale?" <laughs> I think they might go Riverdale. Yeah. Early drafts of the screenplay had Bagua being Dexter's wife, but this notion was eventually abandoned. <laughs> oh, man. I, w- I would love to see that conversation. There would have been some questions. George, George yeah. suddenly changed his mind. Or if uh, if there was a scene where, where Dexter's like, Obi-Wan, have you met my wife, Hermione? Hermione. Bang. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't know a lot about her character other than that she doesn't have a great relationship with uh, WA7 because right. uh, Flo is a jerk to her. Right. She is not married Definitely to not Dexter. Married. Uh, and she is used to a never-ending parade of clients. So right. that was a slow day in the old, uh, in old Dex diner. Yeah. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts or opinions on this character? Nope. Other than this is why we... Do the show. (laughs) Exactly. And so let us fight. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So, we have some choices. Yes. About where this is going to happen. Yes. Now, there's two ways to go. Yeah. We've had some great knockdown drag out fights in Dexter's Diner. We have effed this diner up. Absolutely. And, and some people would say, deservedly so, or yep. other people like you, you and me would be, be sad. I wonder, though, and go with me. I'm open to whatever you're saying here. As always, I defer to you here. But Tian Madone is the port administrator. He welcomes visitors to Utapau. Yep. 
in Powell City. So what if uh, she has got a well-deserved first time in a long time vacation off of Coruscant? I like that. Dexter's said, why don't you get away? <laughs> and at, at first she was very offended because he pauses yeah. too much in her speech. Yeah. And like, what? I, I, do I smell? Do what? I smell? What do you mean get you away? Know, there's just been tension between her and Flo. Yeah. She's kind of got a crush on Dexter, but he's just not biting. He doesn't <laughs> care. He, he doesn't worry. He's not worried about it. Uh, it could never work out between us, all right? I'm too much of a free spirit. He so pulls his pants up. Yeah, I think she. I think she might be take uh, maybe yeah. takes a vacation and lands on Pow City. Tenth yeah, level. I think that she uh, goes to a uh, travel agent mm-hmm. who also works in the Coco Town section of Coruscant. Yes, and gets just a bargain basement uh-huh. uh, trip. And they, she she got a, not on paper, but on her little data pad that she wears on her hip at all times that she can use to take orders or get information. She gets a brochure about uh, sink to a new glory <laughs> of really just trying to upsell how awesome it is to yeah. visit the sinkhole city. Reach down to your dreams. <laughs> how low can you go in sinkhole city? Uh, ride a boga. <laughs> uh, ride the boga. The boga. Uh, so I think she. this is what she can afford. She got upsold. Yeah, she's she's an old hand at upselling. Yeah, she has gotten uh, so much yeah. just uh, weird, different, exotic alien sauces oh. put on those bantha burgers. Too much. Uh, so she she knows that she's been being sold a bill of goods, but yeah. she's curious. I think this is before. I think this is a peaceful time before the Clone Wars. You say before the Clone Wars. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine with that. I was I was even going to think after the Clone Wars. I, oh yeah, the fates. Of, but I, but I like before. It's a different version of the galaxy. Oh, but you're right. But if we go after, then then their fates are up for grabs. Let's okay. go after. Okay. Yeah. After. So the the Empire has newly formed. Yeah. Things Fresh. are getting a little little uptight on Coruscant. So maybe that's part of the reason that she also yes. wants to get away. Oh yes. There's some upstart Imperial. Like what are that Imperials? You're what? Uh, and they're they're very. Very angry. And they've also kind of, like, want to increase some of the taxes on Dex. So Dex, Mm. he's real Mm. tense. Mm. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. In fact, she's being asked to upsell constantly because Dex can't make enough money. He's like, can you suggest (laughs) that all the fries that we sell are curly? Tell them for a quarter credit more, the refills are free <laughs> uh, all right so she goes mm-hmm. flying off from coruscant right. Uh, right. to the glory of the sinkhole city yeah that is what it's Utapau city uh i believe it's pow city pow city pow city, pow city. <laughs> it sounds like it should be super yeah. exciting which is weird so this is a, they're on Utapau. it's pow city i get that but then your species is powin wouldn't, you would be Utapau, and I don't know what's going on. But then Utapau also has Pau in it. There's a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot going on. Happen. You know, and maybe I think that's the first thing that happens when she lands yeah. and realizes there's not a tourist center. She was trying to read up about this, and it's like, I don't get this. I, I, some right. sources say that it's respectful to call them Utapauans. Mm-hmm. Other sources say it's respectful to call them Pauans. Right. I'm going to Sinkhole City. I want to have a good time. I'm right. going to go stay down on the famous Level 10. Uh, and I want to I wanna be respectful, but I have no idea what they want to be called. So she gets off the, the ship. There's not a tourist center. There's just a tall, 
yeah. imposing, red-eyed, sharp-toothed mm-hmm. port administrator with a big cane. And I like, too, that maybe that 10th level, you said famous 10th level, maybe the area in which Grievous was killed was turned into, like, a suite, you yeah. know? You could, like, uh, like this is the famous suite where this happened. Yeah. Maybe that's what's going on, too. Yeah, yeah. I think there are, in fact, I think there is a murder mystery dinner show <laughs> called The Last Dinner of the Separatists that happens <laughs> at that table. Yeah. Yeah, and she's excited about uh, about yeah. seeing that. She's read up about that on the brochure, but not a yeah. lot about the culture. Yeah, some Powan in a, in a uh, like a reddish wig gets to say, <laughs> "So uncivilized." <laughs> exactly. Uh, gets to act out. Uh, I'm taking you to a volcano planet. You will be safe there. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, so she lands. She mm-hmm. encounters Tion Madan, and I think he greets her. Mm-hmm. I think he says, "Welcome." Um, I have reservations for 10th level. <clears throat> Sorry. Should I throw my gum away? Yes, Tip trash? yes, there's a bin. Is there anything you would like to know? Yeah, um, like what's there to do? Like, I get to ride like a space lizard or something? No. Well, that uh, the, the brochure said. There's like, a replica of... The specific varactyl known as Boga mm. that was uh, ridden by mm. the traitor, mm. the Jedi Knight. The traitor, that's what I've been told to say. The Jedi Did- Knight, the, the traitor. There's a lot of. Uh, Which one? Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Old uh, Obi? Yeah. Obi was a regular customer of mine. He came by one day and then, like, we didn't see him again. And then Did- suddenly, suddenly. Tion Madun leans in, and he whispers in her ear, He was here. What? Why are you whispering? Why are you up close? Give me some space. Oh, sorry. I, this is, uh, I, this yeah. is what I, I okay. have two talking distances. <laughs> um, yeah, why, why, was he, why, why was he here? You tell me. Well, that, I, I don't want to spoil the reenactment, the dinner, the murder mystery. Oh, it's like a part of the thing to do? Is Obi here? Yeah, uh, no. Uh, no. I swore he I winked know. at me once. I'm I'm sure he did. I he had like some duchess girl. I feel he winked at me in his own way. Mm, he tried to tell me something I don't know if I heard. Yeah, know. Winning Udapal. Yes. <laughs> anyway, it, uh, I'm here to greet you. Mm. I, know, I used to be a noble ports administrator, but now... We have fallen on hard times. The uh, Empire is not happy about what happened here. And so my station has been diminished. Mm. I am now here to greet people like you. Um, When's dinner? Like you're talking. Like I appreciate all the information, but you're not really giving me anything. Like when's dinner? Dinner is at the second act break of the last dinner of the separatists. Like I have to go through like a show for dinner. Is there like another option, like like a any like a tiki bar or something? Uh, there is also like a hand, like yes drink. There is a bar called So Uncivilized uh, <laughs> that is located at the exact death Can point you? of General Grievous. Right. Um, are you the one taking my bags to my room? Where's my room? No, I. I, I mean, I. I. I Here you go. Yeah, uh, and I, she like puts the bags into his chest, like okay, Thompson. And he, without even meaning to, he snarls. <laughs> oh. uh, excuse me, that is a uh, facial expression of uh, our people. That means 
Yay. Well, it doesn't Yay. seem like it. Your teeth are weird. In, indeed, they are. Mm. Here, let me take your baggage and you, and let me get you to where you belong, which is lower than me. I think they march over. They start walking <laughs> down, and she's looking up at him the whole time. She keeps staring at him. Yeah, she's just staring at him. All right. Staring at him. And I think uh, he has seen some of the other uh, Utapowans or Powans, right. and they are kind of snickering because they know how seriously Tion Madun takes himself. Yeah. And that they are amused by how, how low his station has become. Everybody's life is kind of miserable because the Empire is right. being hard on this planet. Mm-hmm. But Tion's existence is real sad. Right. Right. Um, and she just keeps staring at him. And finally she turns to him. She's just like, like, can we get fat? Like, can we hurry up? Like, I'm really tired. Like, I took, like, <laughs> it's this new service called Star Tours. It was, like, one of the first flights they said. They're still working out the kinks or something. This little, like, droid named Rex was, like, he was really obnoxious. Didn't know where to go. Like, it was so stupid. Uh, can we just, like, hurry up or whatnot? And I think in that last moment, he said, hurry up or not, there is a chunk of her gum becomes dislodged. And it sticks itself yeah. on Tion Madun's beautiful, perfect, cowled sweater yeah. garb. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I must ask that you contain items that are in your mouth, within your mouth, so they do not make contact with my person. That is one of the simple rules of our people. Look, bub, I, here's the deal. Like, I know it's kind of hard for you to keep your teeth in your mouth, but maybe, like, you could uh, shut your trap when you talk to me like that. Like, I've been around the galaxy. Like, I know. I've, I'm from Coruscant, like an actual city, like an actual planet. His and finger comes out, his clawed finger, and it touches the pause button on the elevator going down to the 10th level. Ding! And he turns to her. He growls on purpose. He leans in real quick. I am a proud member of my species, and I will not be spoken to like this. She just keeps staring at him for a second. Like, he thinks maybe he's gotten through to her. Yeah. She's like, do you have, like, a brother or something on Coruscant? Very inquisitive guy. (laughs) He's dressed in all black. Looks just like you. Do you know him? No. He's getting he's getting real agitated now. Yeah, and uh, he with his claws he pulls the gum as best as he can out of his it's sweater. Sticky, yeah. It's sticky. And he's like, I must return this to you. And he reaches down and he grinds it into the inner workings of her data pad. Like he lifts it up, oh. lifts up the flap. I the- love that she's still brought her data pad from work <laughs> on the trip. And he just he grinds it in, and it yeah. starts to like actually spark a little bit. What the fuck are <laughs> you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, Dexter can't afford another one of those since the Empire raised our business taxes. What are you doing? And I think then she like kind of pushes him, like slaps his hand away. Yeah, and uh, the pen, her pen is out now. It's all dangling on the okay. side. It's out of the garter. The yeah. the pen has escaped the garter. And yeah. I think uh, Tealman Dunn doesn't expect to be actually physically pushed. He can usually intimidate people. But right. Hermione Bagua, has she hasn't seen the galaxy. The galaxy has paraded in front of her. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. has no fear. So she yeah. pushes him. He actually hits uh, the, the uh, a bunch of buttons on the elevator. So it starts 
racing down. Right. This is very dangerous. They shouldn't have it here, but they have a double speed button. It's oh, a very no. bad idea for an elevator. Yeah. It starts racing down, and he starts madly, madly hitting buttons. He manages to hit another stop button just as they get to the 10th level, but they both fly up oh. and crack into the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> Fall down. Her I, bags drop. Yeah. Out, yeah. Clothes her, are out. Hermione's bag was bags are everywhere. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine that she is fiercely angry and oh, must retaliate. Yeah. And look, she is a, uh, a woman around the galaxy, man. Like you said, she's, the galaxy has found her at Coruscant, but she knows the drill. And she's seen a lot of fights at yeah. Dex's Diner. Um, some that might be familiar with da- to databank pro listeners. So she <laughs> g- reaches up as best she can, grabs like the cloak, so the, the, his, the his front cowl, of the, his, his cowl. sweater cowl. Yeah, it does look like a real high uh, turtleneck thing. Yeah. <laughs> and she like pulls him down, but not like headbutts him or anything, but yeah. she kind of pulls him down and throws him to the ground. Like, oh, takes him yeah, down. like a little bit of a judo move. His I like cane, this. Yeah, his cane goes flying. And just then the doors open. Ding, ding. And they're like a little disaligned mm. with level 10, but mostly mm. on it. And she manages, I think, to get a good throw, and he rolls. Oh, yeah. This out like into the floor. Out into the floor, right? The lobby of the uh, elevator lobby, yeah. Loaded with tourists. Oh, yeah. All, All sorts of little information kiosks mm-hmm. about where events happen, full of imperial disinformation about yeah. yes. the horrible things that Obi-Wan Kenobi did. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so they're watching. There's a lot of different. There's some Weakways, some Quarans, some Torgudas, uh, tw- Twi'leks are... Or they're, they're actually part of the show. They're like actresses off duty. They're kind of watching. Just everyone mouth dropped. They don't yeah. know. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows Tion Madun. He's, yeah. he's part of the story. There's actually an Athorian actor who mm. plays Tion Madun with a really offensive face mask <laughs> in the show. So, really culturally inappropriate. Really culturally yeah, inappropriate. Yeah. People get greeted by Tion Madun. Then they see this just caricature of him in the show. So then they see him just come flying out and like there's <gasps> like what who who what could have done that to the mighty Tion Madun and out strides Hermione Bagua yeah dragging her bags and I think she's still mad and I think she's still yelling at Tion Madun right yeah 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 she's still she's still uh she's got the she's got the what's left of her bags right and she just does the old classic uh, just pummeling him with the bag. <laughs> She's doing some bag pummeling. All right. Like some purse punching. And I think Tion Madun has had enough. His, mm-hmm. his planet is yeah, falling apart. Yeah, he's been apart. on the defensive the entire yeah, time. Yeah, his, his, everything is falling apart for him. People are pointing and laughing. They're like, is that Tion Madun? Mm-hmm. Is he getting beaten by bags? Right. And I think he grabs his cane, and I think he swipes it uh, right between, uh, right uh, uh, behind her knee, mm-hmm. and she goes down like a sack of potatoes, Ooh, yeah. space potatoes on the ground. And she is down, and I think then Tion Madan like, manages to kind of half get up. Right. He uh, grabs her by by the the dress, and like again, he right. he really thinks close talking is the way it's to his, it's his style to resolve things. Yeah. So he brings her closer. He's like, you must have basic respect for me. And I think he can't even finish the sentence before Hermione Mm -hmm. lets him have something. Oh, it's a good old-fashioned hocked loogie. (laughs) Like, we're talking third-grade playground where your friend Terry would do it, and you'd be like, Terry, stop. That's disgusting. 
Uh, Hawk Loogie <laughs> is the name of another yeah. Utapowan <laughs> yes. who also works. Hawk Loogie. <laughs> he works over in uh, in uh, baggage uh, baggage claim. <laughs> uh, but he does indeed get a big... Mm-hmm. Uh, as you were so uh, eloquently yeah, one, uh, making that sound perfect. Oh, it's one of my least favorite sounds in the world, so the <laughs> fact that I brought it up is, is ironic. did it quite well. Yeah. But I think this explodes like a <laughs> proton bomb right yeah. in the middle yeah. of Tion Madun's face. And people are like, <gasps> And I think he has that grab on her dress, mm-hmm. right? And I think he picks her up and he just throws her. Now, yeah. they're in the middle of the early show. Right. Of the last dinner of the Separatists. Right. So some people start to get confused of like, they think it's part of the show. This must be part of the show. But he has just thrown this human woman yeah. through the air. And I think there are actors dressed up as the separatists at the table right now. And she goes flying through the air and bang, she lands uh, on her back and slides yeah. across the table. We've got all of these actors. They're dressed up as Wat Tambor. Yeah. They're dressed up as uh, Newt Gunray. Yeah. All these separatists. Uh, San, Poggle the Lesser. San Hill is there. Yeah, all of them. Just clumsy, bad, yeah. bad, yeah. incorrect species dressed <laughs> yeah. as them. There's a Toy Darian playing Poggle the Lesser. It's oh, all just oh, terrible. That's offensive. Yeah, very that's offensive. offensive. Yeah, that's offensive. But then Hermione Begua, bang, slides across the table, and Tion Madun stands up, and I think he just full on roars. <laughs> His big claws are out, and he yeah. is still running. He has snapped. No one's seen this kind of emotion from their port administrator in a long time. No, in a long no, time. No. Um, so he snaps. I think. Um, I think the performer playing Wat Tambor uh, realizes early on, he's like, eh, I think this is, uh, eh, Wat Tambor recognizes, you're not, and someone's like, Doug, you're not really Wat. <laughs> and it's a humanoid from, uh, Karelia. Um, yeah, yeah, he's the best yeah. improviser from Karelia, yeah. and this is where he ended up. He's one of those ones that never breaks character. No. You know? You're always like, <laughs> you know, Ted, we're just at the bar after the improv show. Yeah. Right? Um, and Tion Madun is, uh, he's running over and people hear him speak yeah. at like kind of a medium volume, mm-hmm. like strangely, he's like, if I have any respect, now is the time. <laughs> so what you're saying is he's, he's called up his warriors. He, his internal warriors. His internal yeah. warriors. Yeah, it's like, if I have any self-respect for myself, now is the time to stand yeah. up for it. And he's yeah. just... Oh, man, there's like a spit coming out of his bared teeth. He's yeah. gone off the deep end. Right. Because this is this is going to be bad for his planet. This is going to be bad for him. Yeah. But he's coming for Hermione. Yeah. Yep. Does she... Is he is bearing down on her claws out? She... So he kind of leaps for her. Yeah. And she's on the ground, like on the table, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's right in the middle of the table. Right in the middle of the table. She sees, just imagine this from her point of view, she just sees this tall, crimson-robed, gray, blood-dripping-eyes kind of looking <laughs> guy with claws out and flying. And she, at the last second, think Luke on Hoth with an Adat foot coming down, just dives out of the way. Dives out of the and way. And so he lands hard, smack dab. His nails scratch the table. He bounces for a little bit. The actor who uh, plays uh, Watt Tambor, uh, Doug. Uh, Doug, is just is like, whoa, man, are you okay? And Tion's like, ah, 
Don't look at me. <laughs> and she rolls onto the floor, gets up on her feet, kind of like, well, is this on? Is this, I, are you serious? Like, are you serious right now? And he's still in a rage. One star review for Utapau. <laughs> that Just only makes him angry. The whole planet at this point. <laughs> yeah, and I think she's pulling out her, what works for data pad, and she's trying to go to uh, the Star Wars version of Yelp, which is Zelp. <laughs> and uh, I think the actor who's playing Newt Gunray stands up and says, yeah. is this legal? And <laughs> Tion Madun just... Yeah, well, actually, you know what? His claws are out. He scratches him across the face. Yeah. The rubber uh, <laughs> Nemodian mask gets just shredded. There's it, blood. There's screaming. Tion Madun's, he's well, really lost it. And Tion Madun barks out, I will make it legal. <laughs> Shink. And now he's turned back to Hermione. He's like, I will give you a one-star review. It is one word, death. And he reaches where on the ground and grabs his cane. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now she reaches over and grabs the Watt Tambor mask from Doug, just <laughs> yanks it off his head. And now... The, basically the, the green yeah. mushroom, the green muffin top that yes. is Watt Tambor's head. Yes, yes. And he is swinging, Tion Madone is swinging his, his cane and uh, it's hit, she's using the mask as a shield. As a shield. This so now is... Watt Tambor's face is protecting her. Okay, now in the the just normal tourists who are here to see this are like, this oh, is this is amazing. This is the best floor show ever. They are pulling out their data pads and they yeah. are giving this five stars on Zelp. Yeah, uh, out, out above story here. Once I fought and arrested with a guy <laughs> on the floor at the farmers market, at the outdoor floor of the farmers market in Hollywood, and as I arrested the guy, Jeff Garland yells out, "This is a great show." <laughs> There's some realism so, for you, people. Yeah, this has happened to this me. This is realistic. This has happened to me. So, yeah. yeah. So he's swinging. Ding, ding, ding. She's, she's blocking. blocking it. He's surprised. I mean, she's gotten in lots of fights in Dex's yeah. Diner. Like, yeah. Dex's Diner, you are a wait staff and bouncer. Yes. Right? So she is surprisingly skilled. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that Tion Madun is going to try to take it to the the next level. Mm-hmm. So what there is, is there is an animatronic recreation of Boga the Varactyl. Mm-hmm. So I think he is going to get her away from the crowd. He grabs her by the throat. He, right. he manages to yeah. grab her throat. He's tall. He's got that advantage. So yeah, he throat. fainted with the cane. She blocked mm-hmm. it with a Watt Tambor Max. He, he grabbed her by the throat, and he throws them both on the Boga uh, animatronic mm. yeah. recreation, and he hits go, and it goes... And it starts following the path. Oh, yeah. It's on a preset path. It's a preset path. It's like a Disney ride. Yeah. Yeah. And there's an animatronic Grievous's bike that starts going. (laughs) And there was an actor in there that didn't know it was time for him to go on. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's a time already? Okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) 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 And they go racing. And I think they're they're tussling. She is uh, yelling out uh, great things. I hope a lot of people have headphones on when they're listening to this. Horrible quips, just mm-hmm, uh, just uh, mm-hmm. insulting, offensive. She has learned how to offend every species in the galaxy. Yeah, and she is yelling out just horrific things, right? Yeah, like what? Are you, like what are you? Q tip? Your tall Q tip? <laughs> we have those on course, and we have hot chocolate and Q tips on course, and you're just a horrible Q tip. 
What's going on? This creature, is this even real? What's going on? This wasn't, a, I'm sure it wasn't. I knew Obi-Wan. He wouldn't ride He's one of these things. trying to get the, the pen that is attached to her data pad. He's yes. trying to get it wrapped around her throat and throttle. Oh, I mean, yeah. he's, this is, he, he has no reason to be proud at this point. No, no. He is stooping to places you maybe shouldn't go. But the the animatronic Boga the Ractal gets to the end of the ride where it's like, and throws you off. Yeah. And you go rolling into where uh, Grievous was murdered, murdered which is yeah. now also, you can act out the scene, but there's also a nice bar called So Uncivilized. Yes, yes. And again, this is told from the point of the Empire. So this is like where Grievous was murdered. Murdered. In like, cold blood. Like, yes, he was a separatist, yes. but he was nowhere near as bad as a Jedi. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The Jedi caused this conflict. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It turns out the separatists, like, mm-hmm. we maybe should have listened to them as all the Jedi. Yeah. yeah as they, all the Jedi. They, you know, they feel Dooku had some good ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he didn't execute them well. Didn't execute them good well. Good idea. He kept the buses running. Uh, so. so, yeah. So, that, now there's alcohol everywhere. Yeah. There are there the, the people who, like, I can't oh, stand this show are yeah. down there just getting hammered and some people are just yeah taking pictures yeah ranks yeah so i think uh she stands up right yeah he stands up and now we have a good old-fashioned showdown yeah at the okay corral called so uncivilized yeah yep and i think because tion madun knows the show mm-hmm. he knows where the blaster prop is stored yes it is behind the bar, so he yeah, and he makes a, this leap. Mm-hmm. He uh, clears the bar. Right, he's behind the bar. The bartender, and I was like, "What the hell? What the what the what the carabast?" And Tion Madun grabs the blaster and he fires. It is for some reason a working blaster. Live rounds, huh? Live rounds. It's not a good idea. No, we don't recommend this. No, no, don't. No. If, Keep uh, your I blaster have, on off. I have done mystery dinner theater in the <laughs> real world. <laughs> I've done some things I shouldn't with a cap gun. So uh, I'm, I'm saying. <laughs> We're both really digging into our personal experiences <laughs> Really, really some personal experiences there. Yeah. Uh, I, I won't say what I did. It'll yeah. be a mystery. Anyway, uh, but I am ashamed. Uh, he fires. Okay, how does her now? Hermione Bagua is used to being in uh, rough and tumble fights, but yes. this has now suddenly become life or death. Yes, and she's in unfamiliar territory. How does she respond to all this? She, um, he's not a great shot. So no, she's able to wild. kind of miss, and then with what's uh, left of the Wat Tambor mask, she deflects a shot. <laughs> It's a good mask. It's a good mask, but that's it. The mask is destroyed. Okay. And he's kind of frozen, maybe fear of himself and his actions and how yeah. far he's fallen. She reaches, she she kind of looks around her surroundings, and there's a guy sitting there very quietly, just kind of drinking. He hasn't moved much. Yeah. And he has a very large disc-like hat. And his name is Embo, and he is a bounty hunter by <laughs> trade. And she looks over and says, thanks, bub. Grabs his hat. Oh. Yanks it off of Embo's head. Oh. And flings it at Tian Madon like a fatal frisbee. 
oh, wow. And I think Tion Madun tries to dodge, but there's something about that helmet that's just pinpoint accurate. Mm-hmm. And it cracks Tion Madun in, in the skull. Yeah. He, uh, he falls back. There is a, an explosion of blood yeah. that uh, runs down the rivets of his face. Yeah. It's not pretty at all all mm-hmm. and he falls back booze is shattered yeah. some rare tonnery wine mm-hmm. shattered embo's just laughing embo's uh, and, and his uh, his anuba his pet mm-hmm. also laughing chortling chortling embo's yep. fine with this yeah uh and i think uh tion madun falls back but he clamors over and he leaps over the bar now he just has some shattered knocked a blaster out of his hand mm-hmm. And it skidded across the floor. Now he just has some shattered bottles in his hand. Right. And he is in even more of a blood rage now that he is bruised and literally physically broken a little bit. Yeah. I think this might be a good point to pause our combat and decide who should win, who's going to win, who's in the right, who's in the wrong. I think she's in the wrong. We can't... uh, She started this. Her (laughs) attitude was wrong. But... I think, though, at the end of the day, he sometimes you just have to be above what your customers are. Yeah. Sometimes the customer's wrong. I've been in the situation oh, yes. where the customer's wrong. Oh, but yes. I think we all have. But uh, sometimes the customer's right. And I think as a port administrator, as a, someone trying to get business to the planet of Utapau following uh, the ending of the Clone War and the arrival of the Galactic Empire, he should have acted better. Yeah. And I think maybe he deserves to die. I think... (laughs) Yeah, it's because here's the thing. Hermione was incredibly rude. Horrible. But she did not mean Mm -hmm. to spit her gum out and just came flying out of her very uh, talkative and judgmental mouth. That happens. But, yes, she didn't... Technically, she asked for some information and some help. That's what he's there for. It's not her fault. Right. Tion's my my preferred character on yeah. these two. Mine too. Yeah. But I agree with you that he should lose, and because it hasn't happened in a while, mm-hmm. I think it is time for death, mm-hmm. for just a straight-up data bank yeah. murder. Yeah. So now we get to decide exactly how that happens. How shameful is Tion Madun's death, or is there mm. a little bit of saving grace in it? Uh, no. <laughs> no, I think she's now, he's defeated physically. Like this, this Embo's mask into his face has really caused some problems. Um, she's like, what, what is your problem? All I wanted was get to my room, get some food. This is stupid. She's not, she's not, she's still acting bad, but she's yelling. And I think he, I think he wants to beg for forgiveness. And he goes down, starts to step towards her, goes down to one knee when he slips on some of the wine <laughs> and loses his balance and falls back, tumbles, and is now hanging over the edge of the bar. Okay. Much okay. like Obi-Wan was yes. at the yes. end of their fight. I agree with all of that with with one slight change. Yep. Yep. I think when he went down to his knee, it was a trick. Okay. He was trying to bring her in. Yeah. Because I don't think he's... Quite done with his blood yes. loss, yes. Yes, yes, yes. But I think uh, when when this moment of hubris happens, when he slips hubris. on this yeah. sh- <laughs> hubris, the shattered uh, uh, remains of that mm-hmm. tonnery wine, and he tumbles back, and he's uh, now he's suddenly like, right. 
is this? He actually says out loud to himself, is this what the Master Jedi felt? (laughs) Everything, everything at stake, hanging, dangling, your entire life in front of you. The possibility of victory, if only you could think of it. What have I done? What have I done? I've brought shame to the role of the board administrator. I, I know I'm supposed to have patience. That is the main job. The board administrator is to tell people where to put things. I needed a place to put my anger, and I put it on this woman. This stupid, basic human woman. And she is, I'm a fool. She has walked to the edge. He's where's he's hanging, and she looks down at him. She's been hearing this. She lifts up her right foot, looks down at him, and says, "Yeah, well, you shouldn't have been such a jerk." <laughs> and she like boom kicks his hands. Yeah, I think he is kicked free, and much like Boga before him, falls <laughs> all the way down to the bottom. Again, I, I agree with most of that. Then she stops. <laughs> and I think uh, he falls. Right. But I think that the, uh, there is a camera that floats around recording mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. events of yeah. each show. And a camera had caught the drama yeah. of his failure. And I think as he's falling, this camera falls with him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is recording his final moments. <laughs> and I think the camera actually has a little arm that goes, <laughs> reaches out and yeah. it, it catches him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for just a moment, Tion Madun thinks he is saved. Right. And uh, he is, ah, ah, a second chance. I knew, I knew that if I kept the pride of my people in my heart, that I would live to see another day despite my own errors, my own failings, that I could succeed like the great Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. In the camera, mm-hmm. and a little uh, hologram pops up. Right. And it's the, the Imperial officer right. who watches over all of the oh, yeah, entertainment yeah. and festivity. Yep. And uh, the Imperial officer says, uh, we can't have people saying good things about Jedi. Uh, camera, release the port administrator. Yeah. And I think then he is let go. And as he falls, he has a little bit of self-pride <laughs> that at least he died saying the truth, the truth in the face of the Empire. Yeah. And then <laughs> he hits the wall. Oh, he hits another wall. Oh, he hits another wall. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, Who knew how deep the sinkhole city could go? Absolutely. Like Homer Simpson hitting the canyon walls, he falls <laughs> all the way down. Dope, 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 says Tion Madun all the way until his terrible, terrible obliteration at the bottom of the pit. Yeah. And I think we fade out. And then there's a wipe, and then we fade in, and there's a jingle jangle at the door. Hey, Dexter, looks like Hermione's back. <laughs> she walks in, and Dexter says, well, if it isn't Hermione, 
How was your trip? And she just looks at it and says, I'm going to need a vacation for my vacation. <laughs> and she goes to work. She goes to work. And I think one of the first people she waits on is one of this exact same species. And then she's like, I forgot. I never asked. Is it Utapau? Utapauan? Utapauan. <laughs> Who cares? And on she goes with her life is a brave and loud Hermione Bagua. <laughs> that is our story. Oh, man. I think we're going to have to figure out in our mm. databank how many fun interactive museums we've had. Yeah, we've, we've had, had a, a couple. They're so much fun. There's a few. They're so much fun. That was a great fight. It was great to get out of, outside of Dexter's Diner. Yeah, it was a good prequel fight for us. Yeah, there. A lot of good stuff. prequel fight. I think we learned a lot. I think the next time you watch that Dexter's Diner scene, you'll, <laughs> you're going to feel more connected. Yeah, you'll have some subtext. More yeah. connected to the character of Hermione right. Bagua. Oh, man, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, if there are characters that you would like to see fight just like that, if there are characters you would like to see just brought to the depths of shame, like mm. both of these characters really were, let us know. You can use the hashtag databankbrawl. Ken, where can people find you in all of your adventures? Hey, you can find me rooting on all the prequel characters at Cadnapsuck on Twitch as well at Cadnapsuck, where I can play Battlefront 2. Don't forget my podcast, The Knapsack Files and Daily Thrones. Soon, Hermione Bagua will be a character in Battlefront yeah, 2. <laughs> DLC pack. DLC Bagua. Everybody wants that. As always, we want to thank Tony Thaxton for writing our awesome theme music. He writes Star Wars songs all the time. He wrote a new song for our main show too you can check out his patreon just search for tony thaxton on the old patreon.com website uh you can search for me i'll tell you where you can search so you don't have to actually search you can go to josephscrimshot.com to find about out about live shows you can uh, check out my comedy albums i got one about star wars called rebel scum i have another one i really like called flaw fest that one has some star wars jokes in it too because i can't be stopped you can also listen to my podcast obsessed which is back up and rolling information on that on my website as well at josephscrimshot.com check out Force Center's Patreon it's patreon.com slash Force Center check out our merch at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram is at Joseph Scrimshaw. you can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod and until next time as Luke Skywalker once said while well, no one was really listening to him I care that's it for Databank Brawl Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.